Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Bob Brill and he's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, a fantasy football podcast. Now a videocast too. You can hear the podcast wherever you get your shows. You can also see the video cast on YouTube by going to my Bob Grill YouTube channel or by finding the links for all of it at KramerandGrill.com on the website, right on the homepage. Just click them both right there. You can just easily do it that way. Well, we're in a week 17. We're running down to the end of the season, the regular season here. And if you followed our advice last week, this is what you would have seen from your fantasy players. We liked and recommended Donta Foreman, 108 yard, two catches. Nick Chubb, 91 and a touch. We said Taylor Wentz and Pittman for Indy. Wentz had 225 and two touches, no picks. Taylor had 108 and Pittman eight for 82. Goddard, seven for 135. Cousins, 315, a touchdown. Jefferson, eight for 116. Josh Allen had three touchdowns, no picks. Ronald Jones had 16 fantasy points. Amon Ross, eight Brown, nine catches, 91 yards, a touchdown, and 19 yards rushing, 26 fantasy points. Zach Ertz, eight for 54. T. Higgins, 12 for 194, two touchdowns. Jamar Chase, seven for 100 and a quarter. Uh, Cowboys D, 26 fantasy points. Mahomes, 258, three touchdowns, no picks. Cooper Cup, setting more records, 10 for 109. Sonny Michelle, 131. You had a touchdown. And Debo Samuel, nine for 159 and 32 rushing. So if you followed our advice, that's what you got last week. This week, the winners among the quarterbacks, well, you can't doubt Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, and Dak Prescott all had pretty good games. Yeah, and I think the guy that's following right in Aaron Rodgers' lead or footsteps right now is Patrick Mahomes. You just mentioned him earlier. And then Josh Allen, I thought, was the great thing about what he did this past week was he took the simple things. He played the best brand of boring quarterback football, you know, that he hasn't played up until now. And I think that's the major reason they won. Then Matt Ryan, of course, I thought played great. And then Nick Foles stepped in and handed the, the, uh, the Seahawks a loss. So that was good, too. On the running back side, we had Justin Jackson, who was filling in for Austin Eckler, had a really good game. And Joe Mixon had another strong game. Hey, Keyshawn Vaughn, the guy who stepped in for Leonard Fournette, uh, another good game, had busted off a nice run. Um, I believe he got in the end zone. Josh Jacobs was huge. And Jonathan Taylor, who you just mentioned earlier, had a great game. Justin Jackson stepped in for Eckler, who was out. And looked very much like Austin Eckler in the way he ran and received and caught the ball. So that's a, uh, you know, a few good guys there running the ball that did very well this last weekend. You know, I've really liked uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. Matter of fact, I picked him up in our fantasy league uh, early on during the draft because I thought he's a stud. And but he's just been playing way down the roster for Ned and Jones, and finally gets a chance to play. And, and he, ha- he has a really good game. And I, I think that uh, he showed something there. Wide receivers got Higgins, Adams, and A.J. Brown. And of course, tight end Mark Andrews all had great games. The guy that I'll throw in there, even though he's a tight end, is Kyle Pitts. Uh, another great game. Six catches, 102 yards. You mentioned Justin Jefferson earlier. And then combination, to me, of Higgins and Jamar Chase in Cincinnati 
really anyone who was catching passes this weekend from Joe Burrow did great. And then, uh, you know, Byron Pringle, like me, an undrafted free agent, went six catches, 75 yards. So as Tyreek Hill fell off the earth, mm. Pringle stepped up and also added a couple touchdowns. The losers this week, Sam Darnold got a chance to get back in and play and did not play well. Uh, uh, Derek Carr, Locke also, along with Ben. Ben just had a really bad game. Saquon Barkley, Elijah Penny, Terry McLaurin, and Tyler Lockett all were just kind of vaporized. Well, and I'll throw a name in there that we've been mentioning, even though probably nobody's playing him as a rookie, would be Mac Jones, who had up until this last weekend was playing out of his mind, I thought. And then now that the division title's on the line, he has his worst game of the year. And then the other guy I'll put in there is Baker Mayfield, who four interceptions. So in, in this time of year, this is not the way he's trending in the opposite direction of the guy he played against, Aaron Rodgers. So I think that's, um, you know, in Stafford, again, despite they won, but they won kind of in spite his three interceptions. It kind of ugly win. It was. But, you, you, you know, you, you, they've had some ones they should have uh, uh, lost also and did. But uh, here's one, you know, they saved and got out with a win, and I think gives them some confidence going in as they finish off the season. As we're winding down the regular season, I kind of want to give you a chance to discuss something near and dear to your heart here, a quarterback play. Uh, who, is it, who would you rate the top two and the bottom two starters in the NFL today who are just doing it right, you know, going through the progressions the right way, moving their feet correctly, because I know you're big on that, you know, and their feet and the, and the eyes synchronized and, and, and making those right decisions. So who are the top two going good, top two, eh, they should be doing something else. All right. Well, I've thought about that. I'll give you four guys who I think are doing it really well. The two we just mentioned, Rodgers and Mahomes. I don't think there's anybody this year that's played as well as Aaron Rodgers, um, especially lately, especially the last couple of months. And then Mahomes has fallen right in line with that. The other two guys is Josh Allen, like I mentioned, or like you mentioned. He did all the little things well. He went through his progressions. He had no problem dumping it off to the third or fourth guy and letting him gain the first down. And then every now and then he'd throw in a couple of Josh Allen can only make these throw type plays, <laughs> which was great. And then um, the other guy that I'll mention too is Dak Prescott. You know, um, I thought it was great after the game. He's like, look, I never said we were in a slump. And he stepped up in a game in a big moment and had probably his best game of the year and combined it with how well they're playing on defense. And I think opened up everybody's eyes to – hey, this team could be for real at the right time. What about the wrong side of the, the coin? There's got, I know there's some guys out there you look there at are. and say, yep, oh, are. my gosh, <laughs> what are you doing here in the NFL? You know? <laughs> well, one of them I just mentioned earlier, Baker Mayfield, and he's done he's, – he is the – it's the bad combination of what not to do. So his decision-making is off point combined with – being tardy or late on throws, inaccurate. And in game-on-the-line games, he's not the guy coming through right now. And the other guy I'll, I'll say is Cam Newton. So ever since he uttered the words, I'm back, he's really not been. And I'm not sure he's completed a significant throw since he's been back. Yeah. Yeah, Superman just doesn't fly down there, does he? Mm -hmm. 
Not really. Not not the second time around. No. <laughs> okay, let's take a look at this week's games. Uh, this is the first week of the fantasy football playoffs for some leagues, but others are are right in the middle of it. And it's the first week in a long time we don't have, that 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 all the games are on Sunday except for the Monday night games. So no Thursday night games, no Saturday games. We've had for a couple of weeks. Uh, Eagles at Washington. Has there ever been a worse defeat? At least this year. 56 to 14 at the hands of the Dallas defense. And it was the defense against a strong Philadelphia D. I'd only consider starting Gibson. And that's because of volume, because there isn't a quarterback on this team very capable of getting the ball to McLaurin. And, and I'll, you know, as far as the uh, uh, Eagles go, you know, here they were rolling, 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 running the ball. And then all of a sudden, where'd that go? And then Jalen Hurts didn't have a very good game. And I, I think it's, you know, this is a toss-up. Who's going to not only win the game? Is there anybody going to get a point offensively, fantasy-wise? I don't know. It's it's just ugly on this one. Uh, Panthers and Saints. Hey, I'm taking Carolina, so I'm going to pass. No one on this team can play this week. <laughs> I can say the same thing about New Orleans here because, you know, Ian Book looked overwhelmed. Not sure he's going to play though because Taysom Hill, who was out due to COVID, it's not been announced yet that he's back, but is a possibility he could be. And if so, then I think he's a, he's a definite uh, play in that capacity. And then I think Alvin Kamara, who had an off week, if, if Taysom Hill's playing, I think that gives them a good option. Yeah. Has, has Sean Payton ever gone down to his fourth quarterback? I mean, this is the <laughs> well, fourth The good thing is Sean Payton himself once played quarterback, so he could be, you know, <laughs> He probably still has some eligibility left. <laughs> <laughs> Bucks and Jets. Jets came alive last week and with their DOA this week against Tampa Bay. Nobody here on the Jets I'm playing. Well, we mentioned Keyshawn Vaughn earlier, and he's a guy that, to me, this you know their offense is going to be run through now because he's a obviously running the ball. He's legit. And a Brady, of course, I'd start him. Uh, they are playing the Jets defense, and so I think. Um, but receiver-wise, it's hard to say because they've had some injuries now, and who to say? Hard, it's hard to say who he's going to be throwing to, but whoever it is is going to have a good game. But the uh, Dolphins and Titans. Uh, Titans played well enough to win against the Niners, and I do like AJ Brown, of course, and I do again. I like Dante Freeman, Foreman, uh, Dante Foreman. <laughs> well, and the Dolphins. A friend of mine who is a fantasy football player pointed out they had 25 points against the Saints. Their defense did yeah. against the Saints offense. So I wouldn't look for that production again out of Dolphins. But, um, you know, again, possibly Tua, you know, Waddle, who I've been talking about all year, you know, is finally starting to rise consistently. And so he's a guy that I think I'd play. Devonta Parker also uh, didn't show up really last game, but did the game before. Jags and Patriots. Patriots have been falling down lately, but not this week. I think you start Mac Jones. I know you, you didn't you didn't like him a little earlier in the show, but I think you start Mac Jones even in cold weather. And, and Damian Harris, I think, is a solid go to. Well, hey, there's not many good choices uh, for the Jags, and I also don't expect Belichick to have uh, his defense worse prepared than they were last week. So I think there'll be some improvement there. So I'd be hesitant to start any Jaguar offensive player. You know, I want to duck something in. I, I meant to duck in earlier in the show. So let's duck it in now before we pick up on the Raiders and Colts. Okay. Um, your your old college team is playing in the bowl game tonight. Yeah, I used to right. get to UCLA, right. North is- Carolina State. Yeah, it's, it's down in San Diego. You're going to be there, right? 
I am. Yep. Heading off uh, later this morning and uh, going to go have a good time down there. Hopefully come out with a victory. Doesn't happen very often where NC State gets on the West Coast. So we've yeah. taken advantage of it. And a few guys and friends of mine who actually you wouldn't think, but there's actually quite a few guys that went to NC State that also played. So a bunch of us are going down there to check it out. Yeah, you've got some guys playing in the NFL now. You got Hines, Naheem Hines. And Naheem Hines, Kobe yeah. Brissett. There's a few yeah. out there, more than a few, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you got Chubb. a line on the Nick game? Chubb, but uh, his brother Bradley Chubb had a good game. So, yeah. So you got a line on the game? Well, I think it's NC State for sure. I don't care how many they win by, but they're going to win. <laughs> now, the thing is, can they stop this vaunted UCLA scoring machine? So we'll see. But I, I think they'll have it. They, NC State's got a pretty good defense, too. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, how about their quarterback play? Yeah. You know, they, the, uh, liver Devin Leary has, uh, really played well these past couple years, actually, and, uh, has been healthy all year. So I think that gives them a pretty good shot too. They got Amika Mezzi, the legit receiver. You can just throw the ball to him and he's going to come down with it more than not. Let's keep an eye on that one for, is he a senior? Uh, I believe he is. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep an eye on him for next year's uh, fantasy draft. <laughs> Raiders and Colts. I think the Colts have their uh, thing together. And while I can't go with the inconsistent Carson Wentz, whom I would bench, Taylor and even Pittman are on my go-to guys this week. Even against this tough Colt defense, I'm still going to start Josh Jacobs if I had him, and possibly Hunter Renfro, who also had a good game this past week. I like Renfro. He's I, if it was for two weeks ago, I you know he had that off week, but. He right. had, he's, he's been like really consistent all, all year. You're right about uh, that. Chiefs and Bengals. Bengals flying high after leading the division. But if history tells us anything, the Bengals can't stand prosperity. Uh, Chiefs will blow up the Bengals this week, and I won't start anyone in this team. I'm not starting Mixon, Higgins, or Burrow. And I know every fantasy player out there is saying, what that crap are you thinking of? But I'm really thinking, I don't think you start Mixon, Higgins, or Burrow this week. I just don't think it happens. Bold take partner <laughs> uh you know i'm back on the mahomes train yeah uh but you know receiver or running back recommendations don't come easy right now because kelsey was out last week not for sure if he's going to come back or not yet due to covid doesn't look like he will um tyree kill is kind of on one week off five or six and didn't show up last week at all so i don't know who's going to be receiving the ball with home throwing the ball, they're probably going to have a pretty good day. Giants and Bears. Uh, I won't start any Giants at all. This team is one hot mess. Well, and with the Bears, ah, it's iffy. Uh, Darnell Mooney is, if they're going to have a good receiving day, it's going to be by him typically. Uh, but he's not real consistent. And David Montgomery, even though he runs hard, did get in the end zone last week. Uh, I think he combined for over 100 yards. So, Tough to say, but of the t- of all the players possibly that I would start, it would be those two for the Bears. Falcons and Bills. I like most Bills here, especially against Atlanta. I think this is a blowout and a volume game for Allen, McKenzie, Diggs, Singletary, and Knox, as well as Sanders. I think they're all good starts this week. Well, and, and for the last, what, four or five weeks, Matt Ryan's really been on. Um, he's not going to get you any running yards, of course, but throwing the ball, he's on point which makes me like Kyle Pitts. And we got the Texans at Niners. Good week last week, bad week this week. I do like Davis Mills, but believe it or not, that's it. 
Well, for the 49ers, Garoppolo's out. Apparently, he's got some thumb injury. No clue about how Trey Lance is going to play. But whoever's playing quarterback, Debo Samuel is always going to be the guy they go to. And don't forget, if Trey Lance is playing, or if he's not playing, I don't care who's a quarterback, they're going to find George Kittle this week. Broncos are Chargers. Broncos are another difficult team to count on. Uh, Chargers solid, but inconsistent, so that doesn't help. I, I, at the moment, I'd like to say I'm staying away from any Denver players this week. Well, unfortunately for L.A., they fell flat against the Texans this past week. Davis Mills went off. Uh, every, everything went wrong for the Chargers. But now they're back at home. They still got one of the best young quarterbacks in, in Herbert. Uh, Keenan Allen is still their best receiver. Austin Eckler, even though he was out, Justin Jackson stepped in and did a nice impersonation. So I like him too. Mike Williams didn't have any catch. I'm not sure if he played or not. Um, but if he is, if he is playing, he's a definite start for me. Rams and Ravens, Mark Andrews, and whoever is playing quarterback for the Ravens, who have been in a downward spiral. But the quarterback play has been pretty good. I mean, they've, they've had injuries all along the way. But I think whoever they're starting a quarterback, I think is a decent play. And, of course, you know, like I said, Mark Andrews is always solid play. Even if even if I was throwing to Mark Andrews, he'd be a solid play. <laughs> right. I got it. Well, hey, ready to take advantage of this uh, Raven free fall is Matthew Stafford, who himself needs a rebound game. And the weapons he's got, which include Cooper Cup and Beckham, I'd play them. Daryl Henderson, I saw, got a knee injury. And so with him out, Sony Michelle's the guy. Lions and Seahawks. Lions actually playing well for several games now. I'll stick with Amon Ross St. Brown and whoever is lined up to run the ball this week. If not Reynolds, then Williams. Check the practice bars late in the week and the COVID reserve just in case to see who is practicing and who is probably going to start at the running back position. And as you've been saying in Seattle, Wilson has struggled throughout this year and really has taken all the receivers down with him. Um, Rashad Penny had a great game this past week. In fact, he's had two games out of the last three where he's gone over 100. Uh, I believe he got in the end zone a time or two. Uh, so he's the guy that I think I'd play uh, in this game for Seattle. I talk, I liked the talk last night on the on uh, the game. Some of the one of the announcers brought up um, Russell Wilson to New Orleans and uh, in the offseason. I think that might be a good match. And I think Sean well, Payton that's a desperate team. If they're calling Bruce Reese to come out of retirement, yeah, <laughs> to play, then that would be a great pairing, I think, because yeah. by that time, uh, Michael Thomas will be back, and yeah, they'll have some weapons to work with. Cardinals and Cowboys, Dallas D has been amazing this year. The offense has been inconsistent, uh, so I start the D. I sit the offense. Uh, I mean, D, Zeke had a decent week last week. Pollard didn't, but you know, the injuries off and on, and and uh, I, I'm, I'm just liking the defense. I just don't like the offensive guys this week. All right, well, uh, I on the Cardinals side, they've somehow the last two or three weeks just slid off the planet offensively. And uh, Chase Edmonds did have a solid week, both rushing and receiving. He led in both, um, got in the end zone. And I think he's a play as still his Zach Ertz. Consistent player, always available in the red zone. And uh, I think just probably the most solid offensive player right now. Vikings and Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Jones, Adams, Lazard, all solid starts. That's a key divisional game, but a game that neither team has to win. Packers already in. They control the uh, the, um, the scenario. And the Vikings, well, they're just the Vikings at this point. Well, and if there's nothing to play for, then you know I like Kirk Cousins. Yep. And I love Justin Jefferson. Dalen's back healthy again, had a solid first game back. So I'd start him. 
Madison or Cook. Madison was last week, Cook, what, injured? So if he's not playing, I still like Madison. Um, Yet it'll be in Green Bay, likely cold, possibly snowing. But given all that, I still take the Vikings I just mentioned. Monday night, it's going to be kind of a special game, at least for me and any Steeler fan. I like Ben here this week because I always like Ben against the Browns. And if you like Ben, you have to like Deontay Johnson. Watch Fryermuth coming out of concussion protocol. And if he's healthy, you can bank on him as well. And yes, I do like the D this week because it is the Browns. And the special thing about this game, chances are, the way it looks, this is going to be Ben Roethlisberger's last home game in Pittsburgh. And it's on a Monday night. It's against the Browns, who he usually destroys. Uh, historically, he's had this amazing record against the Browns. So this is one of those games where everything is set perfectly and you just hope that nobody blows it. For you personally, I hope you're everything you just said is right on point. Yeah. And uh, I know how much this the Steelers mean to you and Ben and to go out the right way if he does go out. But I'm going to say Mayfield over on Cleveland is the captain of the Titanic right now. Yeah. And he's taken this entire offense down with him, even the running game. So if I did bet on somebody here in Cleveland, I think it would be the defense. And they've been solid at times this year especially rush the passer, and uh, they've swallowed some teams, some offenses up. So I think the, this could be the game. Might It might not be what you want to hear, but it might be the game that the Steelers uh, come crashing to a halt. I think the Browns' defense is possibly that good. I can guarantee it, but they're possibly that good. I just hope the Steelers start playing in the first quarter and not the fourth quarter. You know, I mean, even last week, the last five weeks, it's like they've been, they don't play until the fourth quarter, late in the third quarter. It's like they're playing catch up right from the beginning, and Ben throws an interception in the second quarter. You know, I mean, it's just bizarre, but I'm just hoping we'll see what happens and we'll uh, talk about that next week. There you have it. Maybe you can write Tom on a note and and they'll just start out in the two minute O, just start to finish. You got it. And there you have it. Kramer and Brill, fantasy football podcast, now videocast too. You can hear the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Libsyn, Odyssey, wherever you get your shows. And now you can also see the videocast on YouTube. Just go to our, my Bob Brill YouTube channel, or you can go to our website, KramerandBrill.com. You can find everything there. That's the easiest way. And for my friend and colleague, Eric Kramer, I'm Bob Brill. And we'll see you next time. Go Wolfpack.